currently at Wyoming area, uh, grades six through 12 are registered with Cooth. Uh, I would say about 600 students that are registered with Cooth in Wyoming area currently. There's always been like a history of mental health with my family and with myself. So an immediate opportunity for extra help or like guidance, it was always there. And it, it helps that you're always talking to real people. So when I first got on Cooth, I used it as an opportunity or rather as an outlet to get to know other people with similar interests as me. And the way I use Cooth is as a tool to kind of just have conversations with people who actually really want to listen. Uh, I've, I've been through friends um, uh, who've taken their own lives and they're uh, in my teens, uh, in my 20s and, and in my 30s. Um, so, uh, you know, it's something that's, that's quite personal. WVIA's Mind Over Matter, a mental health initiative, is underwritten by Geisinger. When you hear Geisinger, what comes to mind? A hospital? Doctors? Health insurance? We're all those things. But here's something you might not think of. We're also your local pharmacy. Geisinger Pharmacy isn't just for people in the hospital, it's for you. Want to fill a prescription? We've got you covered. Just need over-the-counter stuff? We've got that too. And Geisinger Pharmacy is run by your friends and neighbors. We're your local healthcare system and your local pharmacy. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast. I'm Tracy Matasek, and in this episode, we're talking about digital tools that are helping to address the mental health crisis among America's young people. An estimated 20 million American kids ages 3 to 17 have a diagnosable mental health disorder, according to the American Psychological Association, and that was before the COVID-19 pandemic. Between the threat and reality of school shootings, bullying in person and on social media, and just the normal pressures of growing up, it's little wonder that kids are struggling. But it turns out there are apps for that, and school districts are adopting them to help kids cope. One such app, called Cooth, is launching a pilot program in Pennsylvania, and kids in school districts across the state, including northeastern Pennsylvania, are among the first in the country to try it out. Our guest is Kevin Winters, the general manager of the U.S. arm of Cooth Digital Health, the maker of the Cooth app. Kevin, welcome to the Mind Over Matter podcast. Thank you, Tracy. Glad to be here. So there are a number of mental health apps that are available for students, for adults. What makes this one different? Yeah, I think there's there's a number of reasons, Tracy. Uh, I think predominantly it's probably the amount of time Cooth uh, has been around. Um, so the vast, vast majority of, of uh, let's call them mental health or behavioral health uh, online platforms or apps really sprung up during um, or after the pandemic. Um, uh, Cooth has been around for 22 years now. Um, it started off uh, in the UK uh, and has now scaled to a point uh, where we have about 95% coverage um, across the National Health Service in the UK. So. Um, we, we estimate um, that about a third of all mental health conversations annually um, are held uh, on Cooth across all modalities. Uh, so face-to-face, -face, uh, tele uh, and, and, and video therapy and coaching sessions. Um, I, think, uh, I think secondly, um, uh, one of the, the, the kind of differences that, that Cooth brings um, is our commitment to research. 
Um, so we have a, a team of, of uh, researchers whose kind of sole function is to contribute to the science uh, uh, of, of behavioral health um, uh, interventions digitally. Um, and so to date, uh, those guys have produced over 30 peer-reviewed papers. Um, and I, I bring that up as a matter of importance, uh, really just to say that um, what we have uh, isn't just marketing material. It's been um, uh, the, the clinical and financial um, efficacy of COOT um, uh, is kind of independently peer-reviewed by, by leading uh, international uh, academic institutions. And Kevin, I want to go back to what you said about the company being around for 22 years. I mean, certainly well before anyone could have anticipated the kind of mental health crisis that we have been looking at just since the onset of the COVID-19 pandemic. Can you um, take us back and tell us why this company was founded at that time? What was the need that was seen even 22 years ago uh, where it seemed that it was necessary to start working in this space? I mean, I think I think it's uh, you know what Coot's mantra is is really about scaling access and and reducing friction um, to mental health services. Um, and obviously, the 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 healthcare systems are are, are quite different in, in Europe than they are in the US. Uh, but ultimately, we've got the same goal in mind, right? Um, and I think uh, that type of um, service is a little bit easier to introduce um, in, 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 in that part of the world. But now we're seeing um, really a sea change of thought um, kind of across the broader US and understanding, you know, things about the importance of um, not just treatment, but early identification and prevention. Um, and I, I think that's, um, that's probably one of the main reasons um, and the immediate need that could identify 20 years ago. How does the app work? Give us an idea. If you have it on your mobile device, what can you do with it? Yeah, so there's a, there's three main experiences or, or pathways on the platform. Uh, the first is a um, an online um, self-help catalog of psychoeducation. Um, so think of it as a collection of uh, things like articles, podcasts, uh, videos, um, uh, tools, utilities, um, you know, really, um, uh, really focused on just building up that basic psychoeducation and, and, and building up resiliency uh, to help you kind of identify negative triggers so that um, uh, if you do come across a negative trigger in the real world, uh, it feels less like falling off a cliff and more like stepping into a puddle. Um, so, so that that's the first pathway. Uh, the second pathway um, is uh, 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 online peer support community. Um, so, think of it as a social media for mental health, um, where we harness all of the positive elements of of social networking. Um, uh, and the main difference here is is that um, Coots. Uh, 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 peer network is clinically moderated in real time. So nobody um, can uh, put something uh, or comment on something on the platform um, that could potentially put themselves at risk or, or someone else at risk. And ultimately, the, the main goal there is is individuals benefiting from the lived experience of others. Uh, and all the research uh, will tell you that that is a, a, a very powerful tool and a very, very powerful type of intervention. 
for certain individuals. The, the, the third pathway is uh, our professional support model, where there is a, a licensed mental health professional on the other end of the platform um, communicating with the user uh, either asynchronously uh, or synchronously, so, so live, but that's all through text. Um, uh, so the, the intervention, the coaching, the counseling, the therapy, uh, th those communications are all delivered on the platform, uh, uh, through text, similar to a Facebook messenger. Um, and, um, the whole idea is, is that those three experiences work in concert, um, across a population. Um, to really help you scale access and make sure the individual is is getting the type of support they need um, and, and what's most appropriate for them. And so, Kevin, a couple of questions about that. You mentioned the feature where there is a human being on the other end who can talk with students in real time. Who are these people? Are they trained therapists? Yeah, in, in Pennsylvania today, they are all licensed clinical social workers in the state. Um, so, so all... Uh, uh, based in, in uh, various parts of Pennsylvania and uh, where appropriate, um, uh, they will be kind of culturally adapted to that geography as well. So, for example, uh, we have a number of Spanish-speaking counsellors uh, in some of the more urban areas uh, and then some of the more rural uh, areas. Um, uh, we, we, ha we have English speakers and who really understand what it's like and what it's like growing up uh, in, in that part of, of the state. Yeah. I'm curious too, if, if a kid really seems to be in crisis, does the counselor who's on the other end have a way to engage with parents, with teachers, with other adults who may be able to prevent that child from doing harm to themselves or others? Yeah, yeah, we certainly do. And it's a, it's a, it's a big part of the COOT model. So uh, the COOT technology is built on top of um, a proprietary clinical operating model that we call iRespond. Um, and, and that's um, how our teams uh, manage users online on the platform, uh, manage them safely, and are able to manage risk uh, and quality control and audit and, 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 and things like that. So, um, you know, uh, we, uh, in, in Cooth, uh, we describe the service users or the kiddos as being pseudo-anonymous. Um, so when they sign up for the platform, um, they are anonymous to each other uh, and can interact um, freely and anonymously. Uh, but we know who they are. Um, and if we need to intervene and reach out to the parents um, in a kind of break glass scenario, um, we're, we're able to do that and, uh, and, and, and kind of do that regularly. I'm curious what you've learned thus far, what the data has told you about what young people are struggling with, maybe what feature of the app they tend to use the most. Um, what are you taking away from this so far? Yeah, I mean, I suppose really interestingly, what we're seeing internationally is, 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 is quite similar trends. I mean, there are um, some differences based on geography uh, and gender, um, but for the most part, um, 60 to 65 percent uh, of our users, regardless of geography, get the support they want and need through the self-help utilities. So, so either um, either the the the, the self-help tools um, or the peer support community. 
where we see uh, about 30 to 35 percent um, kind of gravitate towards more the, the text-based chat. Uh, and then about 5% we tend to refer on either to the school counsellor or, or something that requires kind of more serious uh, intervention or, 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 or acute care. I mean, one of the, one of the big advantages um, that communities have and schools have and states have in rolling out COOTH is, is, is the, the amount of data um, that we can gather um, and, and really use to um, put in aggregate anonymously to decipher mental health prevalence, disease burden trends um, uh, across that geography. So uh, we produce um, uh, these reports called um, uh, pulse reports, um, you know, which really give an insight into how um, uh, the, the community is using Cooth. Uh, and and uh, some of the some of the kind of data we're seeing um, of of the back end of that, and I think you know, so um, we will see kind of notable increases in things like self harm uh, and sleep difficulties, um, uh, suicidal thoughts, um, you know, but but mostly it, it's a lot of things like issues with family relationships. Um, um, I think. Uh, because we have such an extent of the amount of users on the platform, um, one um, uh, a key point of, of data we, we kind of gathered uh, through the pandemic uh, was a significant increase in eating difficulties. Uh, and I think that's, I think the power of COOP is that you, you, you just don't get that kind of population health level data from face-to-face um, uh, or, or video uh, therapy. I think this type of intervention uh, really allows you to take a step back and, 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 and look at all of that. So you were seeing eating disorders, it sounds like anorexia, bulimia, evidence of things like that. Is there a way to kind of connect the dots to, you know, to the pandemic and why there was a spike in eating disorders in particular? Yeah, I mean, um, I think it's a it's it's a product of uh, all of the lockdown and um, uh, and uh, and just those difficulties and stress individuals were under. Um, you know, it's it's not necessarily for Cooth um, uh, to make determinations on on, on 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 that type of or inference on any of that type of data. Uh, we just pass that public data on um, uh, to the schools and, and and to the public bodies that are uh, that are kind of rolling out Cooth. Yeah. We have much more to talk about. Our guest is Kevin Winters, and he is the head of the U.S. arm of Cooth Digital Health. Cooth is an app that is being piloted in Pennsylvania right now in school districts all across the state with hopes to expand across the country. Um, much more to talk about, but we're going to take a short break, and we'll be back right after this. WVIA presents a Mind Over Matter Minute. Hi, I'm Dr. Sam Faulkner from Geisinger. Creating a safe home environment is vital when a family member is in crisis. Following these suggestions can help reduce the risk and chances of self-harm or suicide. Guns should be stored and unloaded in a locked safe. Lock away knives, razor blades, and other sharp objects. Keep all medications in a locked box. Lock all toxic household cleaners. Monitor online activities for researching methods of suicide or purchasing items that could be used for self-harm. If you are concerned that a loved one has been exhibiting signs of self-harm or suicide, contact a mental health professional or dial 911 immediately for an emergency evaluation. Remember, you are not alone. 
For more, visit wvia.org forward slash mindovermatter or dial 211 to speak with someone who can help. Mind Over Matter is presented by WVIA in partnership with Geisinger. You're listening to the Mind Over Matter podcast. I'm Tracy Matisak, and our guest is Kevin Winters, who is the general manager of the U.S. arm of Kuth Digital Health, Kuth being a new mental health app that is being piloted in schools across Pennsylvania with the hope of expanding across the country. Uh, it is also being used in schools in Northeast Pennsylvania, and we're talking about it because there has been such a crisis among young people with their mental health, particularly in the time since the COVID-19 pandemic. Um, Kevin, I want to circle back and talk again about um, the way that young people are using the app and how it's designed for them. And based on some of the young people that we have been talking to as we have been pulling the story together, I'm getting the sense that the anonymity and the immediacy of the app are two of the things that make it particularly attractive to young people. Can you speak to that a little bit? Yeah, no, and I would I would wholeheartedly agree with that. I mean, I think there is there is an element of um, uh, the children and young people uh, just really uh, having that empowerment um, to to go and manage their own mental health, and it's 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 something we we do try and facilitate as 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 much as we can at a matter of principle. Um, the the Cooth platform really um, and and foremost is about choice and not prescription um so you know we don't mandate a specific pathway that an individual has to go through when they're using cooth um, it, it really is about um uh, determining what's most appropriate for yourself and that agency um uh, we find uh, along with the anonymity um uh, really empowers the, them to do that I mentioned that the app is being rolled out first in Pennsylvania. Um, why here? And can can you give us a sense of how many school districts are using it? I mean, I, I think why? I, I think uh, probably it's a it's a, it's a testament uh, to uh, your communities there and and the state legislative in, in Harrisburg about uh, how how forward thinking they are, um, really understanding the. The idea of introducing something like Kuth uh, upstream uh, and focused on that kind of early in- in identification in the schools um, and not just waiting for something to progress um, uh, for it for it to be um, uh, kind of kind of more serious. Um, so we started in a uh, Wyoming area, I think, last October, uh, and we're now um, up to about. 20 school districts, I believe, uh, uh, through a population of about 100,000 um, students uh, through K-12, so ages uh, of about 11 um, uh, up, up to 18. You mentioned the state legislature, and I know the app is free to students, but is it paid for by state funding? I mean, what kind of dollars are we talking about, and how, who fits who foots the bill ultimately? Yeah, so uh, the the state uh, is funding um, uh, the pilot program for the first year, and, and uh, we're hoping to uh, extend that um, here in the next um, uh, twelve months. And um, they uh, they awarded Cooth a kind of pilot grant of three million dollars um, to to go and roll this out um, across those about a hundred thousand uh, students. Mm-hmm. 
And is the goal to keep it free for students, you know, beyond this pilot time, assuming that the program gets adapted to keep it free for students to use? Yes, absolutely. So if we go back to Coote's original mantra of um, increasing access and reducing friction um, to these type of services, uh, then we will always, uh, 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 first and foremost, aim um, to have Cooth free at the point of use or no cost at the point of use to our services. Kevin, I think one of the reasons that digital apps like Cooth are so appealing at this particular time is that it's no secret that there is such a shortage of therapists to begin with. Um, it seems that ever since COVID, um, so many therapists have been booked to capacity and beyond. I wonder if you could speak to that and how apps like this can really fill of an important void. Yeah, I mean, great point. So, um, so I think it's generally recognised we're in the middle of a of of a kind of mental health crisis at the moment, and and that's being compounded by the fact that there is a, a therapy supply demand imbalance. So, not only are are we seeing that increase in mental health prevalence, disease burden uh, across communities, we also um, have a real shortage of of qualified mental health professionals. So, we're being kind of squeezed from both ends there. Um, uh, Going back to the kind of earlier conversation, Tracy, about where um, and how the users are 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 are, uh, are using Cooth, um, you know, so we see that that sixty to sixty five percent use the the self help catalog um, and the community, and, and 35 percent use the 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 chat based function on Messenger. So um, you know, that's about ninety five percent of students and um, get the support they want and need without having to go for costly or long-term counselling. Um, so, you know, they're not clogging up uh, the wait lists or already kind of, you know, really scantily uh, uh, and understaffed um, uh, counselling staff, despite despite the wonderful work they're all doing. And our intent is, is really to augment their services uh, in the schools and in the communities and, and, and not replace or really add to their capacity. Really interesting that you should point out that the sort of social media piece of it gets heavy use as well as kind of the self-directed areas. And I wonder if that's telling us that there is just something about having somebody to talk to, right? And, and in an immediate way um, where you can just open up the app and immediately find somebody to talk to and that that in itself is therapeutic. Yeah, no, absolutely. And, um, uh, you know, the majority of our users um, are, are single session users. Um, you know, they will log on um, uh, once or, or, or just a hand couple of times when they're feeling um, lonely or, or stressed or down or frustrated. Um, and, and most of the usage is, you know, later in the evening. Um, uh, uh, into nighttime, and you know the biggest peak we see is uh, is on a Sunday night. Kevin, I'm going to ask you to go back and say that again because on my end, at least, you froze for a minute, and I think what you said there was so important. Um, just that last sentence or two about what you've seen as it relates to the usage when we were talking about just the idea of having somebody to talk to. You know what we see for the most part is, is that the majority of our users are are single session users, so they will um, uh, they will log on for a chat um, uh, once or only a handful of times, 
um, you know, someone who's feeling down or, or frustrated uh, or, or lonely or, or angry. Um, and they'll allow God to coot and, 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 and make use of just, just having that conversation with someone. And, uh, you know, that most of that usage is in the evening after school, um, out of hours where we, we don't typically have counsellors working in the schools and our, our biggest spike in usage is on a Sunday evening. Hmm. Wonder if that's um, like so many adults experience the case of the Sunday scaries, right? Where stress tends yeah, to peak it's, on it's Sunday relatable. night. It's relatable, right? Yeah, for yeah, sure. Um, Kevin, how do you measure success? How do you know that kids are being helped? So uh, we have we have a number of mechanisms of of kind of um, uh, ensuring that the kiddos are kind of progressing uh, through the platform. Uh, predominantly, uh, we use a kind of goal based um, uh, outcome uh, measure. So uh, we know that seventy-four uh, percent of the users are kind of achieving their 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 life and therapy goals uh, uh, through Coot. Seventy-five um, percent um, find Coot kind of beneficial to their mental health, um, and and then um, and what we are seeing from those single sessions is that seventy-two percent of those users kind of get the support they want and need um, uh, from that single session. I'm curious. Kevin, what got you into this particular line of work, into this space? Yeah, I, uh, um, uh, I have a, a, a personal and professional passion for, for what Coop does. Um, I, I was going as far to say that uh, there's no important work that, 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 that I could be doing. Um, I'm originally from the West Coast of Ireland and um, I'm, uh, you know, my age group and, and demographic kind of uh, early millennials, I suppose, um, you know, really um, would have suffered significantly from from mental health and suicidal ideation, particularly young males um, in, in in that part of the world. And um, uh, I've I've been through friends um, uh, who've taken their own lives in their uh, in my teens, uh, in my twenties, and and in my thirties. Um, so uh, you know, it's something that's that's quite personal um, uh, for me. Uh, to be part of and, and really try and move that needle of of improving kind of mental health prevalence. And I'm based in uh, uh, I'm based in uh, in Kansas City now, and I I'm, I moved here uh, on a two year contract uh, about a decade ago, and uh, met my wife, and have been unsuccessfully negotiating my way out of Kansas City um, <laughs> uh, ever since. But I mean, it's 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 very important to me that um, that that. We, we try and, and, and really improve um, uh, mental health uh, across the US now. And I think Kuth is just is just in a fantastic position to do that off the back of the scale of, of, of the likes of Pennsylvania. Speaking of, what's next for Kuth after this rollout in Pennsylvania? What happens after that? Yeah, so uh, and I, I think it, it, um, it, it goes to the the forward thinking again of 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 you guys in 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 Pennsylvania. So uh, Pennsylvania were the first state uh, to go with Cooth. Um, we're now uh, kind of having very very similar conversations uh, across a number of other states. And as of about three weeks ago, um, uh, the state of California um, announced that Cooth would be rolling out to all six million. Uh, children and young people between the ages of 13 and 25 as of January 2024. So, so that that's something we're uh, we're we're particularly um, uh, excited about. But um, 
you know, Pennsylvania is our is our first and our last love, and uh, we've we've got a we've got a lot of work to do there yet. Kevin Winters is the general manager for the U.S. arm of Couth Digital Health. Kevin, thank you so much for your time and for the important work that you are doing to help young people maintain their mental health. Thanks, Tracy. Appreciate you guys for promoting the initiative as well. Well, you're listening to the Mind Over Matter podcast. I'm Tracy Matisak. For more information on this and other mental health topics, check out our website at wvia.org slash mindovermatter. See you next time. WVIA's Mind Over Matter, a mental health initiative, is underwritten by Geisinger. When you hear Geisinger, what comes to mind? A hospital? Doctors? Health insurance? We're all those things. But here's something you might not think of. We're also your local pharmacy. Geisinger Pharmacy isn't just for people in the hospital. It's for you. Want to fill a prescription? We've got you covered. Just need over-the-counter stuff? We've got that too. And Geisinger Pharmacy is run by your friends and neighbors. We're your local healthcare system and your local pharmacy. 